I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Mim. How are you? Yeah, all good. Um, I've been doing a bit of gardening today. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's the thing I don't speak about, but I actually am like a little gardener. And I have a little greenhouse on my balcony. Have I told you this? You have not. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I checked Lovely. up on those, those little ones and they're doing well. So. I've definitely, so I don't have um, a garden, classic, in a flat. Mm. But... I'm really been contemplating because nothing lives in my flat. No plant lives properly in my flat because of the way that the sun like hits the main room. Mm-hmm. It either has like really glaring sun in the afternoon, but then like none during the morning. Um, it's it's not a great setup for you know plants what? To thrive. Um, having plants and all of that, it's not as easy as it seems. Like no. you say, the sunlight and stuff in your house isn't great, but I like I live in a flat and I have a little greenhouse and I have UV lamp for my plants and I only give them Brita filtered water. Wow. <laughs> so it's work. Like no, the lamp it's comes on every yeah. like so on to keep them growing and stuff. And you can't just buy a plant and expect no. it to live in the corner of your room. But I was very, I am quite tempted to get, you know, like you can get those little windowsill things for the outside where you put like little parts in, maybe yeah. some pansies or like yeah. some overhanging things. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I have to like get permission for stuff like that. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't. My window. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really tempted for that. Do but it. it's a lot of work and I don't know enough. I'd have to check with my mum. She's like the green fingers of the family. But like what plants like are low maintenance, you know? it's wow. a trial and error thing as well I, that's what I find like yeah, some of my it, succulents like the, do better the light than as well and, yeah yeah succulents die in this flat as well so I don't know what it is <laughs> okay so well, I, think it's I now have it. dry flowers um it's nice yeah. to have a little a little bit of like life I know but I would never see it that's oh. the only thing I would never oh. see it but it'd be nice like when you arrive home kind of a thing Mm. Or for other people to enjoy. Who knows? <laughs> we digress. Um, this week we had another guest episode, mm-hmm. and we had the wonderful Natalie Lee. Mm-hmm. She is at Style Me Sunday on Instagram and I guess all platforms. Mm-hmm. And Natalie is I would say a lifestyle blogger or like Instagrammer. Some people are really reluctant to call themselves that. I think it's a great thing. She shares fashion, beauty, her philosophy. She like posts stuff about body image and how she feels about diversity and Black Lives Matter and supporting small brands. Mm -hmm. And she is, she is 
amazing. She is a force to be reckoned with. She has a really, a really great presence, I would say, on Instagram of keeping mm. it real, a great mix of not succumbing to some stereotypes. And when we spoke to her, she seemed to have a really healthy relationship with her Instagram and it being her job, but also just taking it seriously because it's how she earns money Mm -hmm. but not taking the numbers too seriously and letting that affect the way she wants to handle her page which is the kind of the best way to do it is to not be influenced by well more people will like this so I'll post this yeah definitely it's the most authentic um yeah I really enjoyed our chat with her and it's cool to get an insight into how a lockdown has affected her job and she she was really great to speak to I don't know if you wanted to introduce yourself, Natalie, because I don't think we could do you justice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, I'm Natalie. I am the founder of Style Me Sunday, which is started off as a blog, but it's now mainly on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about lots of things. I talk about fashion. I talk about sex. I talk about um race I talk about diversity ageism everything like just literally everything that um is bothering me um and I also have a podcast called the everything project I used to in normal times run events um and yeah I just you know what I just do a bit of everything at at the moment because that's what like life is like yeah yeah, that actually leads on to one question I was going to ask you later. But as someone who is a presence online and talks about such a wide range of things and has like your fingers in all the pie sort of thing, do you feel the pressure to be on every platform and to, you know, post every day and be on a podcast and and do the Instagram thing and the Pinterest thing? And the, like, how is it for you? Because um, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, so I've been doing this now for about, let me think, I don't know, about nine years or something like that. Um, No, I don't feel the pressure to do everything. Um, I will have a little dabble on new things that come out, say, for example, TikTok. Mm. I'll have a little (laughs) dabble on that and then very quickly decide that I'm too old to be doing all these things. And I, you know, basically, if I like it, I will get involved and Mm -hmm. do it. Um, For example, I don't post on Twitter because Mm. I don't like it. I think Mm. it's quite a toxic place. And I and I hate that, like feeling that you've got to say something really poignant or say something really funny. And Mm. I'd rather say it with pictures personally. Um, uh yeah and so uh, I just get involved with things that I'm interested in that I'm really passionate about that I like otherwise it can just stay where it is and other people can get involved Mm. 
yeah I think with especially for me with Twitter it's like you really can't get into a discussion with someone over the internet <laughs> like it's not it's it's more headache than it's kind of worth sometimes um yeah yes. I try not to get into discussions or arguments or confrontations over the internet because uh you know first of all you can't you can't tell what the tone is of somebody mm-hmm. it's really hard to like know exactly where they're coming from and it's just it feels removed it's faceless and i don't like getting into heated discussions generally anyway so yeah i i tend to stay out of all that kind of drama stuff if somebody comments and says like a negative comment I'm usually quite polite back and just let them get on with it really I don't feel the need to have um, a reply or talk back um yeah not on Twitter I've never been on Twitter and <laughs> <laughs> long may it stay that way yeah. um but yeah Natalie I definitely wanted to ask you what what got you into wanting to blog was it to do with style in general or just kind of like a hobby that kind of took took control and led you down this path? Um, yeah. Um, I first got into blogging when I was pregnant with my second daughter. And basically by that point, I decided that I wasn't going to go back to work properly. Um, I, was, I was working as a midwife before that. And um, I decided that the second one was basically the nail in the coffin. I wasn't going to be able to (laughs) keep doing it. Um, So I kind of was just like looking for stuff to do, really. Stuff that would keep my brain active. You know, I knew that having a baby could be quite lonely. And I, especially with the first one, I really struggled with that. Mm. Um, So... Being surrounded by babies and nappies and bloody, you know, decisions that you've got to make about, like, how to feed the baby and stuff <laughs> like that. It just just really can get really boring and really mind-numbing. And I needed something else to stimulate me. Um, and I also didn't like spending loads of time with other women whose only topic of conversation was children and babies. It was boring as fuck so (laughs) I had to yeah find something else that really interested me I have always loved fashion always loved fashion so it was kind of a natural thing for me to start up doing and I just decided to really that I really liked it I also I'm a bit of a poser so I love taking pictures of myself and I love posing and (laughs) I'm like I'm an introvert extrovert so I like the like the sort of uh what how can I describe it I love putting myself out there I love having a voice I'm very extrovert in that way you know I wouldn't I I wouldn't I don't care about sharing my naked self on the internet Mm. um but then again, in social situations, I'm quite reserved and I'm quite mm-hmm. shy and I kind of struggle a little bit in that sense. Mm. So this job is like the 
motherfucking dream. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. That, that makes sense because from what I've kind of seen is being, you know, an internet person and like kind of working for yourself can be really lonely. But following you on Instagram, you have morphed into like an Instagram baddie where, as you said, like you have you post pictures of yourself in lingerie and talk about sex and things. So like I, I can completely see how that introvert extrovert thing plays out kind of doing what you've been doing. So I've seen um, a recent post of yours and it talks about people criticizing the sort of content when it comes to like your sexier pictures and kind of what's been your, the reaction that you've got from people when you do put like sexy pictures out of like you and your, your knickers and things and talk about, you know, racier topics, kind of how's that experience been for you? So whenever I put any semi-nude pictures up, um, I always lose a whole load of followers. Serious? But it's, yeah, really? but I like it because it like just, <laughs> like you Weeds can just them move out. on. It kicks them out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, yeah, always. I've, I've just posted a picture um, just like, 10 minutes before I came on here and literally I just saw my numbers drop but that's fine it's absolutely fine they do slowly go start to go up again Mm. um so yeah so people are still a bit like I'm like why the fuck are you following me if you don't know that I regularly get my tits and ass out but (laughs) um they, they must have just stumbled on me when I was having a clove today Mm. um but yeah so and then yeah sometimes people have said things that one minute there was there was a comment that I was a middle-aged thirsty I think that was the one I've seen remember when you posted about that yeah (laughs) wow which I think is a compliment actually because yeah I mean if I can be called thirsty I'll take that any day um (laughs) So, yeah, it's just kind of like you just you have got to have a bit of a thick skin when you do a job like this. Mm. Um, And it's hard not to really take it to heart. But that person, whoever called me that, gave me a shitload of content for the next week because I just banged on about that. And (laughs) it wasn't it didn't really penetrate me that hard it was just it was just something nice to to talk about so thank you to whoever did me did give me that comment (laughs) amazing and so do you like you're huge on body positivity and I read your Grazia article and it's fab and I love how you've discussed that last year can't believe we're in a new year um you were four dress sizes do you find that like body body positivity is something that Instagram is in dire need of? Because I think it's it's like becoming a rally, but people sometimes are a bit too scared to like properly go there. Yeah, so what you're talking about, the Grazia issue, is where I discussed being a size 10, 12, 14, 16, all in mm-hmm. one year. And we mm. all know that, like lockdown has been fucking tough and yeah. you know my my activity rates have definitely gone down 
Um, and it has an effect, right? It has mm-hmm. an effect. It naturally has an effect on your body and your size. And we are all ever-changing. Our bodies are going to yeah. change all the time. It's mm-hmm. just something that we have to accept. Like, stop trying to fight it. Like, just once you get moving again, once you get back into the stuff that you were doing, you know, mm-hmm. you're just going to lose it again. Mm-hmm. It's not, to me, it's not that bigger deal obviously I do have days when I do feel a bit shit about money we all do Mm -hmm. we live in this society of like you know consumerism and being told that our bodies are shit and that we need to change them constantly and we need to do you know drink this diet drink and and Mm -hmm. use this waist trainer we're constantly being fed stories that tell us that our bodies are not good enough so we are naturally going to be affected by that no one isn't Mm. um but do I think it is do I think Instagram needs more of it there's a lot of it on Instagram I think one of the things that I've been a bit careful of recently is associating myself with body positivity is because, you know, originally body positivity was started by black people, fat people, and I'm a bit chubby, but I'm not fat. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of slightly chubby people doing body positivity on Instagram (laughs) in a very palatable whitewashed kind of way Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's been taken over by brands and by lots of people jumping on the bandwagon and kind of packaging it up and making it look pretty um so I wouldn't associate myself with body positivity but I do talk about like body confidence I do talk Mm -hmm. about the effects of society on how Mm -hmm. we think and how we perceive our bodies um so I don't know if I've answered your question (laughs) but I think you you all I try and do is talk about my own experience and talk about what's running through my head at that particular time and if it resonates with people then I'm really happy about that Mm. Mm-hmm. I I used to work it's a slightly off topic but it kind of just brought it to the front of my mind I used to work for a lingerie brand and so I used to see women half naked all the time we used to talk about bodies it wasn't so much of a big lucky yeah it was great and <laughs> and I used to think that very often a lot of us can give us the like oh you know critique ourselves too much about the way we look but then at the same time I've met so many women who just don't care and who like themselves for who they and they wear thongs and bras and whatever you know um lingerie like that and I feel like people forget there are lots of very confident women out there did you have the same sort of like thinking when you were a midwife and you saw women in the most like I guess vulnerable situation yeah vulnerable situation of their life and you know they looked completely different to how they'd ever looked before especially if it was their first baby and a lot of these women were accepting of that I don't know if sometimes it's a very 
online way of thinking like we have to be perfect whereas when you branch out into the wider world people are a bit more like who gives a shit like the stuff I don't like about myself but I don't care (laughs) you know I don't know have you ever thought about that yeah absolutely you make such a good point there you know when I was a midwife um how a woman's body looked was very rarely noticed, discussed. Mm-hmm. It was it was not a thing. You focus on what your body did, and mm-hmm. that has such a liberating experience. And women used to, you know, walk around the room like an animal, you know, pacing up and down, having contractions, making mm. these really animalistic Noise. sounds, really. completely naked, <laughs> Yeah, it was just it was just brilliant and so freeing and so beautiful. Mm. But no, we we didn't think about you know whether we had dimples in in our thighs or whether there was rolls and you know that's the beauty about pregnancy. For some people it's really freeing from those kind of, you know, body kind of images that you takes on a new role Mm -hmm. it's not about how it looks anymore so much it's more about what it does so yeah I think maybe that did have an effect on how I then thought about my body Mm -hmm. and it was really liberating and yeah it's a good point it's a really good point and Instagram it can be it can have quite a negative toxic effect because you can fall down into rabbit holes and you can follow people who just look so good and who Mm. make you feel really shit about yourself. And, you know, I've got nothing against like fitness um, Instagrammers or anything like that. I think it's brilliant if that's what they want to do. But yeah, you, you have to be careful about your feed and what you're looking at and just mm. you know make sure that you create it and and be careful about how certain accounts make you feel if they make you feel like shit you just got to yeah those ones out mm, for sure I had I just random question I've seen a few of your posts where you're roller skating and I feel like other people I followed picked up roller skating last year <laughs> how is it going yeah, um, I've had roller skates for ages, actually, but Instagram has definitely influenced me and got me to pick up my <laughs> roller skates a little bit more. I Talking about rabbit holes, falling down in a roller skating rabbit hole is deep and dark. It's <laughs> like, literally, you can lose hours on it, but I fucking love it. I love everything that they do and I'm just I just want to be doing all the tricks and all and looking really hot and really good on roller skates but I'm not quite there yet but yeah no I love I love it I've bought my daughter the eldest daughter she's growing out of her roller skates I've bought her a pair of roller skates and then the youngest one has them and the other day we went to Victoria Park and they've got a skate park there so she was having a go at all the ramps and stuff and she was loving it (laughs) really good cool um going back to your Grazia article about the four sizes that you said that you were do you think that the high street caters for all of those sizes and do you 
noticed a different reaction on your Instagram depending on the size that you are because mm. I think as we spoke like we're so obsessed with sort of size and I definitely don't think the high street caters for enough sizes like you said like I think the average size in the UK is a 16 and some mm. shops don't even stock that size mm. which is wild I mean without a doubt the high street are terrible at catering for a diverse range of sizes and you know sometimes it's better to go to the smaller brands that Mm -hmm. I don't know how they do it they don't even have as much budget but they seem to be able to cater for a whole range of sizes which is absolutely brilliant yeah so there is a real problem and you know what I find really painful is knowing that people will be wanting something wanting something to wear and not being able to get that in their size is really heartbreaking to me Mm -hmm. I think that must feel like absolute shit and and imagine that happening time and time again no matter Mm -hmm. how many times you look um not being able to wear stuff luckily I don't experience Mm -hmm. that I mm-hmm. think there's a lot more that needs to be done. There really is. Um, Following on from that, do you shop a lot on the high? I mean, not now, but in general, <laughs> do you shop <laughs> a lot on um, in the high street? Because I think personally, as a whole, we're just completely moving away from that. But is it something that you still enjoy doing? Going into the shop browsing around or is it very much are you influenced by these kind of online stores and you know Instagram embedded stores and things like that yeah I probably am yeah I think I'd be a fool to say if I wasn't influenced by the algorithms and by my peers online Mm. I think I think we all are we just Mm. sometimes don't even realize it I do do I you know what? Doing the job that I do, I get a lot of clothes. So mm. I don't often shop um, for clothes myself. I don't really need to. If I was to shop, I would probably go for the slightly sort of higher mid-range sort of brands like Gani, um, like Stand and I don't know even know how you say it but where I've got a bit more disposable income now I don't I I would rather go for slightly more expensive clothes slightly Mm. like more sustainable clothes ones that I'm gonna wear ones that are gonna wear really well and last really well Mm -hmm. awesome yeah I'm definitely a victim of the algorithm for sure we all are so in so talk about PR do you receive kind of more beauty stuff or more clothes because you your content is like as you said it's not just Mm. fashion it's about the self-care and like self-reflection and meditation and things so do you still receive a lot of clothes from brands yeah yeah I do I've got a couple of sort of contracts with brands so 
for instance, at the moment, I'm working, oh, I'm working with quite a diverse range, really. I'm working with um, Simply B, I'm working with mm-hmm. Marks and Spencers, I'm mm-hmm. working with Free People. So mm-hmm. um, they will all ask me to pick clothes from their website that I like, and then I showcase them on my feed. Um, so, yeah, I still do get a lot of clothes and I do get a lot of beauty products as well. So I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Cool. And do you enjoy the kind of creativity of styling out your shoots and all of that stuff? Like you sound like you've always loved the posing and yeah. your because um, <laughs> it uh, seems like so much work yeah, to do the yeah, constant it, it seems like a lot of work so how how has that been for you especially during I guess a not very creative time and being confined a bit more yeah you know what I go through up and downs it is a lot of work but you know work is work we get paid mm. for it right so mm-hmm. you, you should put in some sort of effort into it but sometimes I can be quite lazy and I don't really make much effort and I just take a picture. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I really like to dress up. I really like to make on, do my hair um, and make it more into a piece of art or more editorial looking. Um, to be honest, in terms of engagement and reaction, there isn't that much difference. Mm-hmm. People quite like um, natural socks where you haven't like posed so dramatically and put like mega jewels on and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's more about my kind of feeling, how creative I'm feeling, how energetic I'm feeling, and. Um, what I want to do but I love my job so it is a lot of work sometimes but we get paid quite well to do the work so mm-hmm. it's good cool um my final question is just like for 2021 we've all had to like reshift our <laughs> our goals and our plans and everything like that what is kind of your your big plan for this year if any, you don't have to have any. You can just be like Netflixing it all year. <laughs> oh, then wouldn't that be lovely? Um, I I'm still not used to saying 2021. Mm. I was quite impressed that you actually said it. Um, <laughs> I what what am I? You know what? At the moment, because we've just been hit with another lockdown, mm. I am quite. I'm looking at today I'm looking at the next hour I'm looking possibly at the next week but I'm not looking too far ahead because so many of my my plans have been changed and I find that quite difficult so planning too far ahead is problematic at at the moment I find but you know what on I don't know when this is going to come out, so I won't say when it's happening. But basically, I'm doing a a manifesting session very soon. So I will be thinking about what my goals are for the year ahead and stuff like that. I think I'm just going to be a bit more strategic and make sure that they're not like, oh, I'm going to travel. Like last Mm. year was, oh, I'm going to travel loads more, you know. (laughs) 
I don't know if I'm going to travel this year or not. So that's probably not going to be on my on my like plans. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet, but I'm going to be thinking about it very soon. And I think just to keep growing, keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, I'm still very passionate about it. So even though I've been doing it for quite a few years, there's so many parts to it. There's mm. so many ways I can be creative and there's mm. so much I can do. And it's always interesting and I'm still really excited about it. And, and every day is a new challenge. So at the moment, I'm really happy, really happy with what I'm doing mm. um, in terms of work and where I am. So, yeah, I'm good. Amazing. Aww. I like that. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you, go follow us on Instagram style over substance pod shoot us an email style over substance pete at gmail.com find us on youtube find us on twitter we've got all the links on our instagram you know what to do um we end with a few sort of quick fire questions So what is your most worn item in your wardrobe? <laughs> At the moment, Stephanie tracksuit bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Amazing. And you know what? I used to hate tracksuit bottoms. I would never Oh my God, this is Scarlett. Them. This is Scarlett. She's had a whole <laughs> epiphany and I've a journey. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like what, my new best friend. Exactly. <laughs> What's your favourite item when you're able to wear it? Oh, I have a vintage leopard leopard print cape that I have in my wardrobe. That is just the most beautiful thing in the world that my mum gave me. That's probably my most um, treasured item. And final one for me is what you what item are you lusting after, if Mm. any? (laughs) <laughs> oh what item am I lusting after <sighs> can't think of anything at the moment it's probably more so gonna be um like interiors at the moment mm-hmm. because I'm mm. like surrounded by my house I'm just yeah. I want to make my house really beautiful Nesting. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jonathan Adler is like my really I just love his homewares and oh oh, this is one of my recent purchases (laughs) which I absolutely love (laughs) and it's basically uh, it says Prozac it's a Prozac uh, jar and that we put like sweets or biscuits in that it's always bloody empty because everyone eats it really quickly (laughs) (laughs) amazing uh, I'm so, sorry I'm not doing these very quick fire am I that's all right. <laughs> no, it's fine it's fine um are you more of a winter or a summer fashion kind of gal summer 
Yeah, definitely summer. I like, summer. you know, you know, I like to get my body out. Come yeah, on, that's I'm true. a summer girl, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you more of a makeup or a clothes kind of person? Ooh, both. I couldn't, I couldn't say really. Okay, so you uh, have to go out. either barefaced for the rest of your life, but with the best clothes, or like wear nothing but black, really basic clothes, but with like as much glam as you want. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to do an Alicia Keys. I would definitely go barefaced. You're right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I couldn't go black for the rest of my life. No way. <laughs> and the final one that I have: trousers or dresses. Mm-hmm. Well, at the moment, like joggers. So uh, generally, yeah, mm. generally I'm a dresses kind of uh, kind of girl because I just find it really easy to pull on a dress and yeah. that's it. It's it's easy to do. So, yeah, yeah I would say I, I wear dresses a lot. I love dresses as well. Like just add a few accessories and it looks instantly really glamorous. Mm. Um, and, I'm, and I'm fairly glamorous generally when normal life is around so yeah mm-hmm. yeah dresses thanks so much for joining us you are I literally love how much color you wear as a person <laughs> who a person who thinks she doesn't deserve color at times you definitely inspire me <laughs> oh, thank you sweetheart oh, have a lovely day ladies and you, you too take care see you later bye, bye. stay safe bye Yeah, so guys, hope you enjoyed our conversation with Natalie at Star Me Sunday. I mean, she's super approachable, super down to earth. We could have talked to her for literally hours, I think. Um, And she's just hilarious. So thanks again for listening to our podcast. And thank you again to Natalie for taking the time out to have a bit of a chat with us as well. Um, And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.